Three monsters are the topic of discussion today. I'll tell you why they will or will never be Blue Jackets today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Hausworn, my co-host, Jay Foster, getting some well-needed vacation rest. We're here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. But before I get going, I want to thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and the SiriusXM app. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today and get started. All right. Congratulations, Jackets fans. We have made it to draft day. Give yourselves a clap because we just get more of these guys that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, young guys. Um, that's been the the foundation of the Blue Jackets organization the last few years is just getting young guys and hoping that they turn out into something good. Uh, it's the foundation of every franchise. What am I talking about is getting young guys and hoping that they turn out good, right? Every single team, even the teams that like to go out and buy players and trade for them, they wish that they were a little bit better at the draft and the jackets, they certainly have been okay in the draft. I don't want to say like they've been amazing because there's been a lot of guys that haven't worked out, but it's draft day today. And in fact, we're going to be talking about three young guys as a part of that discussion uh, in their season review. I'm talking about the season reviews for our guys, Carson Meyer, Mikhail Poutier, and then we have a contract extension that we need to talk about later today as well. But yeah, so let's get right into it. Carson Meyer, we're going to start off with this guy. Uh, just, just a couple Days ago, we were talking about the extension that he got. He got a one-year contract extension, making less than a million when he plays for the CBJ, making around 190000 whenever he plays for the Monsters. Pretty good deal for him. He's an Ohio-born kid, grew up in Powell, Ohio. I want to apologize to any Powell folks that were listening that maybe were a little offended about my words that I said. Um, Carson Meyer is not – he's not – the type of guy that you would think is from a place like Powell, Ohio and nothing against the people from Powell, Ohio. I just went to Olentangy orange high school. So I have a natural, uh, I guess, disliking towards people from Powell. So there's, there's my obvious bias for that. That's out there. No, this guy's really, really good. Carson Meyer. I've been a big fan of his, even since, even since he was at Ohio state, I've been a big fan. Um, like he's, he's nice. He's got some moves. He's got some skill. He plays the game with a lot of heart. And this past year was exactly that. He's been with the Monsters. This was his, really his third professional season that he just was on. He had 26 points in 34 games. He was back and forth between the Blue Jackets and Cleveland. He had one point in 14 games with the Jackets. So that just kind of gives you an idea of how his season went. It was... Every time I see him on the ice, he looks like a guy who's playing above uh, expectation. I don't know. I just don't expect guys to go out there and, and and just be throwing the body around. Even though it's hockey, it's silly of me not to expect that. 
he's a guy that brings it every single shift. It seems like he's putting guys against the boards. He's uh, he's driving the net hard, you know, bumping guys on the way in, even if it's sometimes the goalie and he gets in the dirty areas to score goals. He's a very talented player. He's a very talented player. He just has a little bit of inconsistency issues. And he only played between the Jackets and Cleveland. He only played 40 or 50 games this year. So he's clearly having some injury. He's clearly having some injury issues as well. That needs to get cleaned up a little bit. But this past season, I thought he did it. I thought he did a good job. I thought he grew a little bit. I thought he took a good stride towards becoming a full-time pro in the NHL, which Blue Jackets fans want him to be one day. I, it's going to be really, really tough because, as we talk about on this program all the time, the winger position is absolutely stacked for the Jackets. But I would love to see a guy like Carson Meyer be up and down again this year and even maybe be full-time as long as he can be. You know, like he's he's good. He's got some things he needs to work on. A big thing for me is that he disappears kind of at the end of the season where he's not producing points. If you look at the last nine games of last year, it's just it's nothing when he was up in Cleveland. Um, I don't know where he goes in these games. I, I assume that he's still playing his hard physical way because that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. But at the same time, is the hard physical play sometimes – preventing you from exploring what you can do on offense or is playing a whole year of being the guy that's going to put someone up against the glass. Is that damaging to a point where he's tired when the, when the end of the year comes around, he's just out of gas. I don't know. I I don't even want to begin to speculate on that. I hope he just kind of cleans it up. But other than that, he's been a good player, I think. And he had a good season last year. Like I said, 26 points in 34 games with the Monsters. He was he was doing something. He was doing something. He's on another prove-it year, uh, just a one-year contract extension. He's got to keep pushing it. He's got to keep pushing it. And, God, is there anybody that is rooting for him harder than a guy like me who's an Ohio State fan? Because we have so – like I said, we have so many Michigan guys in Columbus, and I love those guys too. And, honestly, at – when Ken Johnson puts on a Blue Jackets uniform, I don't think, oh, he played for Michigan until he hits the Michigan on the ice. Then I'm like, okay, well, it all makes sense now. But I think Carson Meyer and I think guys like Carson Meyer, I mean, Columbus, Ohio natives, I think there's always room always room for those guys on the team. And between him, Roslovic, and Sean Corrales, he's the youngest of those three guys right there. He's only 25 years old. Uh, Roslovic's 26 and Corrales 30. Uh, I think there's a future with Carson Meyer and Columbus. I don't know what it looks like. I hope Mike Babcock can kind of really hone it in, whatever makes him tick. But I think he's a solid player. I think he's a solid player. Just to give him a grade on how he did this past season, as we are doing season reviews, I'm just going to give him a C. Again, up and down. It was up and down. And it was hard because he physically was going up and down between Columbus and Cleveland a lot. So I'm sure it's hard to get traction when you're going between teams like that. But 14 games in the NHL and just one point, I would like a little bit more than that. That would it would even stick out to me if he had two points. You know what I mean? Like, okay, he's doing something every seven games he's doing something. And I know 14 games is not a total picture of who this guy is as a hockey player, 
But I'm just saying, when you're in the NHL, it's 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 what can you do for me right now? And if he's out there on the ice and he still looks like a young guy, then that's not good when he starts to turn 26, you know, and he starts to his this contract this year is expired and he's going to need a new one at the end of the season. So it's a, it's another it's a big prove it year for Carson Meyer. Can he be a full time NHL player? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I my my hunch would be he can't. Um, that's why I love the spot that he's in right now, going back and forth. And whenever he does come up to Columbus, he makes you know big plays. He makes big booming hits, and that's really that really fires me up when I'm at Nationwide Arena as a Jackets fan, knowing that the Columbus Ohio native is out there putting in the extra mile. That stuff gets me juice. That stuff gets me going as a fan. Maybe that's just me. I'm not quite sure. We're going to move on here and talk about another guy after a pause. Before we do the season review for our guy, Mikhail Poutier, I want to talk about our friends at FanDuel. Listen, baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers, you get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today. I got to tell you, when gambling became legal in Ohio, sports gambling, I got FanDuel right away, and I made 200 bucks easy on Ohio State men's basketball. Maybe you could do the same with, I don't know, a bet on the Cleveland Guardians or the Cincinnati Reds. Don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. I'm a Tigers fan, so I, I don't really gamble too much on the Tigers because they're quite bad, although they're they're fighting in the AL Central right now. All right, we just did a season review for our guy, Carson Meyer. I gave him a C. Like I said, I just think he needs to kind of be more consistent at the end of the year, and that will really help his grade. And just be more consistent in general. Just keep keep doing what he's doing. Keep playing physical out there. But for the most part, it's all about the points, right? You got to be able to put up stats. And Carson's got to do that at the next level if he wants to stay at the next level. Another guy who really hasn't had a whole lot of cracks yet, but certainly gets me really, really excited, is a guy like Mikhail Poutier, who came over from Europe. This past season, joined the Monsters in the middle of the season, even played with the Jackets. He had just seven games in Cleveland. He had three points. So we didn't see a lot of this guy. We didn't see a lot of this guy. He's 21 years old. But I can tell you from watching him play a little bit with HCTPS, Hockey Club TPS, a team in Finland, and watching a little bit of his time here with in Cleveland and even in games that he's played in Columbus – He's he's a good player. There might be something here, something really, really special. He's got great vision. He prioritizes puck movement. And what I mean by that, I mean he's not a selfish player. When the puck's on his stick, his head is always up. He's looking for the next pass. In fact, in a, in a game against the Penguins, he had a very nice power play assist to Emil Bemstrom, 
which is pretty hard to do because Emil Bemstrom, you know, has a very, very hard time being productive on the power play. I didn't mean to give you that. That was a that was a stray to my man Emil Bemstrom. But it's true. Like Emil Bemstrom is a hard guy to get going. And Mikhail Poutier, the second he was on the ice with them, instantly found a spark with Bemstrom. And it's because Mikhail Poutier, at 21 years old, is a very, very smart hockey player. Again, just seven games in Cleveland is all we've seen him play in North America, really. And he had three points in those games. It's it's going to be a very interesting season for this guy coming up. But at six foot, you know, I kind of like the way that this guy's play. I, I like the way that this guy plays. He not only does he prioritize puck movement in terms of he's always looking for that next pass. He also knows where to be on the ice when he doesn't have the puck, which is huge because, hey, that's the best hockey player. Like that's what Wayne, Wayne Gretzky you know, what made Wayne Gretzky made Wayne Gretzky is that he was like, I'm going to go to wherever the puck's going to be next, which for Mikhail Poutier, whenever he's been playing is he'll go down outside of the crease and wait for a loose puck. If you watch all of his goals that he scored in, in Europe, they weren't flashy goals, which is sometimes bothersome to the naked eye of a Blue Jackets fan. It's like, okay, well, this guy's not sweet. He's just scoring garbage goals. Well, Garbage goals are still garbage goals just because they don't look sweet. He's skating. He likes to play right outside of the crease and kind of wait for his guys to shoot. And then he'll go in and get the rebound. He's very, very skilled at that. And that requires a lot of really good hand-eye coordination. When I see Mikhail Poutier play, I see like a smarter Nick Foligno, if that makes sense. Like I felt like Nick Foligno was, was a really, really good bumper on the power play back when he was in Columbus. And he was really, really good at getting in the scoring areas and, and cleaning up those loose pucks in the crease. And whenever attendee would give up a juicy rebound, Foligno was always there to put it away. I feel like Poutier kind of has that in him a little bit just, and again, he's just 21 years old. So of all these guys that we talk about all the time, we're talking about monsters all the time on this show. Mikhail Poutier is something, is someone to keep an eye on in this upcoming season. He made me smile. He made me smile because, you know, I, I just, I especially have a heart for players who come over from Europe and immediately get to North America and start playing with confidence. That's a very, very hard thing to do. And Jay could speak to this better because he lives in Europe right now and is, uh, planning to move to the United States one day, or he's traveled here at least, he'd tell you, like, the the culture shift, I'm sure, is a big, big thing. And even coming from Finland to the United States, I'm sure that's really, really difficult. Granted, the Blue Jackets have plenty of people from his home country in the organization and Patrick Laine and Jarmo Kekalainen, but he's was he was playing in Cleveland. He was playing in Cleveland, Ohio this past year for seven games, and he made an impact right away. If the Blue Jackets are, if Blue Jackets fans want a guy to be like, that could be a diamond in the rough, it's Mikhail Poutier because he's very, very skilled. I I, I want to give him a high grade this, this past season. I just can't because I just really didn't see enough. Like he physically did not play enough hockey games in a monster slash Blue Jackets uniform for me to validate giving him a higher grade than a C plus. I gave him, I started every guy off at a C. I gave him the plus because I think he came here right away and made an impact for, for Cleveland. And I think he, once he gets his feet wet a little bit more in North America, and maybe once he goes through an off season of development with the Blue Jackets, 
maybe this guy could be an up-and-down guy in the lineup, and maybe even he could finish next year as a full-time guy. I think he's that good. Uh, that's a very, very high ceiling to put on a guy that I just said I haven't seen a whole bunch of, but from what I have seen, I have really, really liked out of Mikhail Poutier, and so for that, I'm giving him uh, a C-plus because, like I said, he has really, really good vision. He's always keeping his head up looking for that next pass. He prioritizes puck movement in the zone, which is which means when he gives away a pass, he's skating towards the area he's supposed to be next or where he thinks the puck is going to be next, which is oftentimes down by the crease because he's got guys like David Yurchek back there throwing shots at the net, and he's cleaning them up in front of the crease, which is amazing. I mean, those are the goals. Like I feel like Jackets outside of like Boone Jenner, and Boone Jenner is really more good for tippins than he is the tappins. He's good at both tippins and tappins. I say that about Jens all the time. But add another guy like Mikhail Poutier to the mix, and you got something special. And again, he's only 21 years old, so plenty, plenty of years for uh, plenty, plenty of years of developing left for Mikhail before we see what he fully becomes. But overall, I really, really enjoy what I see out of him. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets, and we're going to wrap up this episode today talking about some exciting news for Monsters and Blue Jackets fans, more Blue Jackets fans than Monsters fans. Well, maybe, you know, maybe Jake in Cleveland right now is, is you know, pumping his fist because this guy is going to be sticking around in the organization at least. Trey Fix Wolanski, the Blue Jackets signed him to a two-year contract extension today. Very, very well earned from this guy. I mean, this guy absolutely earned this contract. I don't know what the I actually I'm talking about it right now and I have not seen the number on it, but I can tell you two years. That's exactly what you want to see because this guy has been nothing but grown since he joined this organization. He was phenomenal this past year in Cleveland. He was the leading point scorer for the Monsters, and he did it as an undersized winger, which is it which sticks out to me it sticks out to me and it sticks out to everybody will it translate to the nhl i don't know we're gonna get we'll have a better idea of that this time next year because he's gonna play a whole lot of nhl games this upcoming season i i would like to believe he's very very talented he reminds me of a of a miniature uh johnny gaudreau out there Trey Fix Wolanski, he knows how to skate with the puck, too. He just can absolutely dash out there when the puck's on his stick. And he knows how to pass, and he knows how to shoot. He knows how to hit one-timers. He can score from anywhere in the zone. This guy really is the ultimate package. The only thing he really has against him is his size. And I hate to, you know, begrudge a guy because he's small. Obviously, small players in this organization have worked out phenomenally. Cam Atkinson and now Johnny Gaudreau. And a whole list of other players I could go on and on. But I think there really is a future in Columbus for a one Trey Fix Wolanski. And I was very, very excited to see that the Jackets locked him in for two years. That's totally different than one year, obviously. It's double the time that a guy like Carson Meyer is getting. Carson Meyer really is on a prove it, you know, prove it deal. Whereas Trey Fix Wolanski, that two year window is very, very nice. Now, if I'm him, I'm not waiting any time. As soon as I'm getting to Columbus, as soon as I'm getting to summer camp, I am pushing as hard as I can go. I am having my ears as big and as open as I can have them, just trying to be the most coachable guy. Um, if he does those things right, 
God, yeah, he's got a great, great future in the NHL. And I'm really, really excited to see what he can become. But yeah, I was excited to see that. Two-year deal for Trey fix Wolanski. That should have any Blue Jackets fan really fired up. And what a what a great time to be fired up as a Blue Jackets fan because tonight you got the NHL draft and you're going to be figuring out who that new up-and-coming center is going to be. It's either going to be Adam Fantilli or Carlson. It's, it's either going to be one of those two guys. And gosh, we've gone through all the, you know, talks and the tweets, reading rumors about how the Ducks might switch up and take Carlson and the Jackets might get Fantilli. And I've already said in this episode how much I'm sick of getting Wolverines in there. But man, I would be really, really excited for Adam Fantilli. And obviously every Blue Jackets fan would be. Um, but I don't even need to be excited about those guys. Is my point is because we got talented guys in the wings already in Trey fix Wolanski, who is just going to, I think he's just going to absolutely flourish in the NHL. And I hope he does because as a, as a small guy, you know, I'm under six foot. I appreciate when small guys succeed in the NHL because part of it makes me believe, Hey, that could be you one day, even though I'm 26 years old, it's over for me. It's over for me. Obviously it's just like, it's just, I guess for guys like my little brother or maybe like my kid one day, like, hey, you at that size can make it in, in the league. Um, it gets tough because, you know, a lot of these NHL defensemen are <laughs> six foot plus. I don't think you can find one under under six foot other than like Blankenbird and McAvoy off the top of my head. Um, so they, these small wingers get pushed around a lot. Not Trey Fix Wolanski, though, simply because he's speed. He can literally skate around all those guys, can can avoid the big hit, and he's sharp with his with the puck too. He knows how to make a good pass. He knows when to when to shoot. It's he's a really phenomenal player for any Blue Jackets fan who really hasn't had a chance to watch his season highlights last year, what he was doing up there in Cleveland, you would understand why, you know. Tom in Cleveland with his monsters hat on right now is is pretty upset because he's not going to get to see Trey Fix Wolanski play up there at the queue very often because uh, I think he's going to be a Blue Jacket, which is going to be exciting for you know Tom in Cleveland as well. But yeah, so hats off to Trey Fix Wolanski earning a two year contract with the Jackets. Hats off to Jackets fans for wishing for that. We got it. I hope that this time in two years, he's signing another deal worth four years, worth a lot more money because, man, that would be awesome. That's all we have for you today. Tomorrow we'll be doing a review of the Jackets' first-round draft pick. Everyone enjoy the draft tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked on Blue Jackets remains free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and the SiriusXM app. I'm Hayden Howsorn. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. You can also email the show, LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.